0: Twenty-seven and two. Third quarter. Speed. Bulldog Hanover in front. by to it's Bulldog Hanover. Rocky Road Hanover looks for the upset on the outside. The other giving futile chase here for Minor Spoils. Bulldog Hanover. The Bulldog does it again. Bulldog Hanover. Rocky Road Hanover and then Tattoo Artist. It's Bulldog Hanover.
1: One forty-five and four. There it is. The fastest mile in harness racing history. Thomas, welcome back uh, for another episode of Harness Racing, our review, uh, what a race call to start this show with um, Bulldog Hanover in 45 and 4, yeah, it doesn't even seem right to say it. No, he, so it's the fastest mile ever,
0: uh, and um, he go 46, a couple of times before that on the Netherlands, and I don't think Dexter was surprised when he saw 50, uh, 45 and 4
1: no you see it doesn't even roll off the tongue that good nah, it's, and, hard, it's hard and, to say it.
0: and and the horse uh, he is he's is just a beast and um close bridle i think i don't think you have air plugs nothing in just nothing in the air and after races he's just stand uh next to the, the sign with. yeah it
1: seems like a very class individual um th- was that something that you expected to see out of this horse
0: yeah, I started when Dexter got the opportunity, nothing to say when Jody Jameson had an open Canada, but when he come down to the Netherlands and he first showed us 46 in a piece and then 46 flat, and uh, with the weather we had that day, with the pouring rain in the, on the afternoon, with uh, good temperature, uh, very much, much like oxy, oxygen, air in the track, uh, I was not surprised that we, we saw some other fast mile that day too, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, impressive nonetheless um, a lot of things have happened um, since we last had an episode Um life happened so to speak and uh, we just um, since everyone knows that Hamiltonian elimination is coming up and we're very passionate about um, this race coming up so we decided to uh, record an, uh, another episode um, is there anything else that have happened um the, maybe recent last weekend or this weekend that was or there is um, very much to that talk. we can bring up and talk about
0: yeah there's so much to talk about whether the, we can sit there for a couple of hours as we do that and um uh we can talk about yesterday don don fanu set, who is uh, he is a hard living and after a pacing pacing mare, and donny rudin is like brixton medical in america he trains that one home in sweden bread and everything home and uh a trotter on a pacing mare, right? And he the won- Western Terra mare, yeah. And he won easy. He has been the best horse uh, overseas, in my opinion, for the last two years at least. And the rumors is saying that they are maybe aiming for America.
1: Yeah, so that's interesting to get a horse like that over here, and uh, I'm sure he could go pretty fast on yeah, one of our. Yeah, there mile was a peop-
0: couple of people when he went in hand yesterday on on Jägershoe in the Hugo Olbax Memorial uh people was like tagging me on twitter of how fast would this this one go in america on the red mile and he is a horse that benefits when he can go without shoes and on red mile if uh, if he can float around there I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a horse definitely gonna go easy on the 49 but it's it's hard for me to say if he can go 48 but uh he he definitely going to go 49.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting to see him over there. Um something that came to mind um to me is uh we had a bad accident um yesterday at Pocono, and um we wish speedy recovery for Scott Heron and uh, Mac Kelly that was in a wreck um yesterday afternoon at um Pocono Downs. Yeah, it it's it, 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 unfortunate.
0: Yeah, it's sad. I I I have a feeling that the that the accident happened Way too often the last couple of years uh why i have I don't have the answer
1: Yeah. see i well, you haven't been here as long as I have, and I, I don't agree with that because I think actually it happened a lot more accidents back in the day, but again, um it's just very unfortunate when it did happen and um does it happen uh, again, more
0: of, more with the pacer than trotters? without
1: it out right obviously when horse a uh, pacer is gated it's you know they're strapped up usually, so at um yeah it's easier for them to fall down it was a two-year-old race also um so yeah I
0: it, it is sad and especially now when we're going into the grand circuit and like that and i texted a little with scott seron mm-hmm. yesterday and uh yeah we can just wish a speedy recovery for the guys and uh yeah i just feel bad for them
1: yeah so do i and especially when this week is coming up and we we know both the matt and, and scott had um most likely, we're looking forward to, um, if not this weekend, at least um, uh, the following weekend with the Hamiltonian final and uh, the big race card at the Meadowlands we have there. Um, Friday night, we have the two-year-old racing there at the Meadowlands with the Jim Doherty and the Peter Houghton. Um,
0: yeah, the the, the two best horses, they got by. It's like, uh, OL well, for Marcus um, Milando, who win the New Jersey Sire Stakes, he got by. And... Uh, uh, the tactical landing Mambasita she got by for Tony Lanya. so and uh, when you look into the G- Jim Doherty and Peter Horton uh, Marcus it's not like it is stacked
1: no so here is where I'm at with this right like I think we are uh, you know some of these horses or most of them actually have already raced um, three times leading up to this point it's going to be um, now um, two weeks in a row again hard racing we are um, we're seeing on multiple racetracks that they have trouble filling the box um, and filling the races at um, at the racetrack. So I think it's part of we are racing our two-year-olds um, too early, well, too much too early. I agree 100%. And
0: Blair Burgess, uh, Hall of Famer from Canada, he had a big... Uh, an uh, article on Facebook that he had a post. He wrote there. He sees a couple of two years old up in Canada st- already racing on day six. And um, uh, in my opinion, if you need a race or two year on Lasix in the third r- lifetime race, you need uh, you shouldn't have the license.
1: There's so many angles, right? Like there are so many angles that you can look at this, right? Like it, first of all, it is a business, correct? Um, if the horse, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. it. W- the horse would probably need to race anyway but you know.
0: it, it, it it is it is there is many ways to see it it is it is a business when we come all to the to take the whole picture markets it is a business people want to make money but we need to think about animal too uh when we see it from that side too and um uh, yeah I, I don't want to say it too much but um if you need to put a two-year-old in laces in, in the second or third lifetime race then you have been doing something wrong in my opinion
1: yeah, but could it be something that they um, inherit from their... Uh, I don't think it's
0: uh, something you can get from, from the blood. I think it is more that there's been personal mistakes by the guys who, or the woman who trains the horses during leading up to a race. Either they have been sick when they've been trained. There, there is, it's all about mistakes by human beings. That's my opinion.
1: No, you're and, entitled and, to and, it,
0: and, and and and. But it's the same thing with sore horses, lame horses, uh, grabby horses. Ninety-nine percent of grabby horses come because they are sore over time or lame over time. So
1: yeah, or some of the families. Yeah, could some be of hot. the family. If you have a, but if they're going to be hot, they're going to be hot anyway.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> you need like at least try to uh, take care of them. If you have a bloodline who is little warm yeah i
1: I agree with you
0: i agree with that but but, but i see to i'm very critical i was very critical when i work in the tv home in norway with the warm-up and when i go to madelands now when i see the warm-up of the horses and some just have bad hands warming up too and but horses is too sore many times and i uh, uh i come I'm coming from scandinavia and we we always have a state veterinarian on the tracks and they are super hard when the horses warm up or slow down you need to see them in like speed they go in the races so, you, so when you go past them you need to go at least thirty thirty two a quarter almost so they can see it like that they are functionally' not soaring like that but i've seen dead lame horses going past the state vet they race and and yeah uh, I just feel sorry
1: yeah I mean and then um, you know then they come back next week and uh, but, but the, then
0: you have horses like that too who is like sore and lame in the post parade but they go out and race and win there is many of them too but do they gonna last one two or three races that's
1: yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying with this with two-year-old, you you, um, you you got a little sidetracked there, but what I'm saying with the two-year-olds are we're racing them too much too early. I mean, like this year, for example, um, New Jersey's Saturday program, they changed their whole um, setup with um, uh, uh, two legs um, and then a week in between before the final. Um, personally, I don't think that was good because it kind of like forced everyone to race two weeks and then skip one week and then race the final. And then Where about in the past that you have been able to, if you won the first week, you could skip the second week and then go into the final. Now they have already raced three times, which they kind of had to in order to stay sharp um, to or, race in the final. And they was not sure if they go to the
0: final, if they didn't race both legs.
1: Right, that also. And then, yeah, exactly. They kind of forced their hand, right? So. Um, and then you have
0: back-to-back elimination with either Jim Doherty or Peter Houghton if you do not going to get a buy that only two horses got.
1: Right, so now you're looking at three weeks, first two weeks, one week skip, three weeks you already have five starts in the horse, and it's within six weeks. And
0: then you go back there. Then you had qualifiers maybe just with a week between. And then before that, you go up and train in the Netherlands at least some of the trainers do.
1: Yeah, no, most of them do not. Right. So yeah. So
0: when you go back when the training on Medellin started the first week of May, we are in end of July. So uh, we we talk about eleven weeks. Some of those horses have seen Medellin's nine weeks. Yeah. So and then after, yeah. Then then we have next week. The horses will go to the final what are they going to do after peter horton or jim Doherty? they're just going to turn them
1: out for a month yeah most likely not because then you know now the expectations out then you have the the other side of it when it when it turns into a business right like and if you do have a good horse and the owner wants to race it you have it staked down. down the road also you're going to try it again right so but what i was saying is probably that's what leading up to not us filling the boxes we saw two year old pacing colts went uh, uh, fifty flat in the first lifetime starts or mm-hmm. fifty and a piece and in,
0: uh, yeah. That's like you're coming directly out in the box. Like I remember you know it before before I come here, like when kindergarten was made, there was like for horses who was a little late. But now you need to go fifty three as a trotter directly out to the yeah, kindergarten. Yeah but it's
1: because it's a it's um two hundred thousand dollar final, right? So yep. like um everyone looks at it that way also instead of maybe just not have a final for the kindergarten and maybe put a little bigger purse on the um, maybe one more leg and um, get away with the final, so to speak. Um, would, would you like, would you
0: see it was better for the horses or maybe better for everybody that this changing of the, the state calendar or racing of the two-year-old was a little
1: later? Yeah, I would like to see it um, pushed a little later, yeah. I, I would like to. Uh, but then again, we know that the owners they spend a lot of money and and uh, breeders and consigners and all they also need return on their investments right so um there is a big i mean there's many there needs to be sites. a compromise somewhere yeah. right and it needs to be some sort of change somewhere along the line i mean it, even our breed has gone so f- fast forward right like we saw um, uh bulldog hanover go 45 and 4 and uh, but the theribrids have not gone faster so do we need to dig up the tracks more um, to slow our horses down? Or uh, there are so many things and so many views that you can do, right? So um.
0: the 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 biggest difference many times in America, compare if I take France, like France is like a huge harness racing country, and Sweden too. It is the difference of the tracks. It's like
1: a lot deeper.
0: Yeah, if you take Poconos and Red Mile, who is maybe the two best tracks for a horse for the soundness. And stuff like that you have red mile and and poconos Uh, some horses get healthier being down on the red miles non-paddocks jogging and training and racing on red miles and then you have madelands who is a super good track sometimes too hard uh, and like that but then you have other tracks like chester who is like very bad then you have yonkers who is like just hard then you go up in in new york marcus then you meet everything
1: yeah, exactly but uh, those are the things that we can't control right like overall because we don't have one specific race racing um organization that you think that, that will benefit
0: with. america if if you guys had that
1: yeah commission yeah i think um i really do think that uh, harness racing needs a harness racing commission i uh, i do like a unified unit or a unit that can you know, yeah, because if you see the stake... Protect our, yeah. protect our business. So.
0: So if you see the stake racing now with New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana being very big, and then we have Kentucky.
1: Is there any, like, do they talk to each other? Uh, we know that, right? Like, w- that they do not, right? Like, it's almost like they feel good if they can get um, racing can st- off at the same time because they try to beat that out of the track, which... I see it right like it's um, the states are competing against each other and and all those things so I understand it but in order for us to to um, protect our business in the long run and in the long term I think something like that needs to be um, put in effect and uh, I I don't know how to do it I'm not qualified to do it and um, but I wish someone (laughs) Someone, yeah, there, there is
0: there goes. is something. This is a, another a little other topic than Marcus. But something who is like surprising for me is like if I want to bet on a race on Plain Ridge, and I have a red mile bet account, I can't bet on Plain Ridge.
1: No,
0: there, then it's like that wouldn't happen in other big like the, the, the money the pools get going to go back to the horsemen, right? And the, we we are twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, like, again, it's all different state rules and stuff, right? And I'm not qualified to answer all those questions. But, yeah, I I also think it's strange. I mean, I can sit here and, and watch... Um, um, we, we can
0: bet to cricket in, in the India yeah. from a bookmaker here in New Jersey. Exactly. But I can't bet to the big race in the spirit of Massachusetts.
1: No, Yeah, it makes no sense, right? So, and again, that is something that... Yeah, but not qualified I, I agree on the answer. 2 years old
0: that... The, <laughs> Uh, like you said it it is hard on them and right now when we see boxes closing with 6 7 horses
1: yeah it's it's um hard to watch and i it's it it become it turned have turned into a product that is not as great as i wish it could be if you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's hard to sell a product where we can't fill the races um and I, I know you're not a huge fan of, of, of the amateur races or whatever as a, no, it's, ba- it's as a batter, and I understand that. But, but at the same time, you, you, there's very, very rare that you don't fill a, an amateur race because we have guys that love, love the yeah, industry and I, love the I, sport. I, so. I
0: understand that on Netherlands, like when, during the off-season, that we can have the amateur races. But when you get four amateur racing on a race card on the biggest track in the world,
1: I, again, uh, I understand I'm, it and and you, as a big better, I understand it, but at the same time he needs to uh, uh, running a racetrack is more more yeah. to it than, than uh, yeah i understand he need f- need the, he, he he
0: need to fill the card and like that, but then I understand sometimes too that the drivers they why should I stay on Netherlands just to drive seven races then I go to the onkers right so and then geral gonna gets mad at them because of that, and I don't gonna say anything bad about the amateur drivers, but they wouldn't get any license in Europe to drive a race.
1: Some of them are very good, and some of them are not great. And we, I think I've seen some of them is okay. Some of them, some of them is not good. Some of them in Europe I've seen too, or <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, let them drive my wheel. Yeah, barrel, have, so I'm not going to say I, that. I, and they, have, some of them are professional. <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> so I'm not going Yeah, but, but who am I to judge that? Yeah, right? But so we like, we
0: have bad drivers overseas too. It's not like that. But uh, well, what? Well, n- n- 80% of the time, Marcus, on a Madelands, on an amateur race, they come up to the 54 or 55 to the half, and they have a horse who can go 54 or 55. So they know they have or either 58, 59 pace last half.
1: Yeah. It's not, you don't need to be a rockin' science to no. understand that. I think we need to um, <laughs> have another episode and talk about this. Um, I, gonna t- I, I, I least see you're gonna very passionate. Some... I, like um, <laughs> You're sitting here in front of me, so I, see, I can see that. Uh, you're very passionate about this, so maybe that's um, another topic. Uh, Thomas, um, why don't we just... Um Jump directly to the races, Hamiltonian. Yeah, I think so, on because, Saturday. yeah, and R- Race 8, 9, 10, 11. Um, actually, I kind of liked how they set it up. There's an Oaks, an, ha- an Open Hamble, an Oaks, and an Open handbow, and I kind of love it.
0: I love it too, for betting perspective. Yes. It's in the pick four, I think, both, all four races. I hope they can push up the guarantee, so I can go hard in the in in the window. Uh, What should we do?
1: And it's uh, we have twenty horses into the Hamiltonian. Yeah, two two fillies, and two fillies. Yeah, totally twenty. And we have sixteen in the um, Oaks. First surprise.
0: Big dis- well, Yeah, I'm helping Lucas Wallin. Marcus Melander is on the same farm. We always did discuss how many horses we think was entered, and we was like 22 to 24. I think we said. What was your number?
1: Yeah, I had about um, I had about 18, 19. So, yeah.
0: any surprises of
1: horses who didn't enter? Not to me, no. Personally, no. I know you are you wanted not, to see Double m- Deceiver in the race. I know that, but uh, yeah. But it, Pinsky
0: is smart, and that's like I'm been very. I'm a yeah. I would say I'm a friend to to Carter. He's a young. He is super interesting in the game, and they have money. And if that was ninety percent of the other guys, they would put him into the Hamiltonian. But I think he have a better plan with him that he can make more money than because I think he sees okay. I'm maybe gonna go to the final. Right. But what can I pick up in the final? And it's final? going to be
1: three weeks in a row. Yeah, and right? gonna.
0: what can I pick up in the final? Fifth? Fourth? Fifth yeah. maximum? Yeah. And then... Yeah. I don't know. I, I, the I way was, he I was little surprised that, that, dis- that he didn't enter him. Everybody had him on his list that he was going to go in, and but uh, all respect, they didn't do it.
1: There are going to be some driver changes, obviously, because um, Scott Ciaran is out um, and yeah. they cannot drive, and he was listed on... Um, uh horses in uh three of the four eliminations that we have so um yeah we have we... to wait a little bit to, to see there um also we got news that probably the best in my opinion the best driver in the world is coming over or i think he is the best driver in the world i don't think anyone's gonna argue with me Orian schildstrom is coming over from sweden to drive two horses for uh, marcus melander uh, but we talk about those horses a little bit later because they're both in the Hamiltonian. Um, we start in the race number eight on Saturday night. Um, it's an Hamiltonian Oaks elimination. And, uh, I thought those fields, those two fields got put together pretty evenly. Um, yeah, yeah I'm,
0: I'm, I'm feeling you, uh, on this, uh, Yanaba from the rail is going to be exciting to see if Dan Daly going to sit behind her by herself. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if she's she going to drop into maybe a fifth place or something like that and go to the final. Uh, Selfie Queen, much, much better last time. Uh, little Still struggled a little on the turns, but uh, was a handly master by Hall of Famer Jimmy Tactor around the track and finished very good to a third. Yeah. A venerable. Better? M- much better again. She, I think she's definitely going to go off in this race as the favorite. A little bit Alexis. I saw her warmed up last time. She was very, very aggressive, hot. Same thing in the race. And I don't think people need to pay attention to the last race. She uh, go first up when it was slow half and she she just get tired. And I think Dexter almost like choked her a little too. Uh, Manon. uh, Yeah, she's been doing everything right. Uh, was up against uh, Fashion Schooner last time there is something with Manon that we, we, we still haven't had airplugs on her we do not going to do anything before uh, the yeah the final if she's going to go to the final with Manon she is definitely a player in this race with, with, with Venerable. Miss Warner Fashion what do you think about her?
1: Yeah, I think she's um uh, she's a better horse than what she has raced. Um, uh, I think Jim wouldn't have not put her in if he didn't think the direction she was going in. Uh, we know she has ability. Um, I cannot see her win this race, but I can absolutely see her make the final. Yeah, bear me a
0: soul. Uh, ah, so uh, she makes her money in New York circus, uh, uh, is my opinion. Um,
1: With the right trip, though, that horse can be...
0: Yeah, there, there is all horses in this race. I wouldn't be shocked if they go to the final because everybody can get 50. There is like, like no horse, I would say, is like, uh, I don't understand why they pay 7,500.
1: Right, exactly. Great, Gra- all Gra- deserve to be there. Yeah,
0: Graceland Hanover raced super good last time. Post 8 is the worst post for her. I think Corey just going to need the center. She is very aggressive, and she does her best when she is up in front.
1: Yeah, and then it's um, catch me if you can.
0: Yeah, it's right now when we see it, it's uh, Venerable beat. and behind her, uh, I think Manun is the best shot.
1: And then it's wide open after that. Wide open. Ninth race is the first of two Hamiltonian eliminations. Um, Ten horses. Um, I would say rebuff is... Obviously yeah he, he here.
0: yeah he come out of the of the race very very good when he go 49-4, he lost his right front shoe during the mile that's why he got a little pacey in the end and after the race and the plan has been perfect uh, he trained uh two times since uh the last race trained today and uh, looked amazing we going into the hamburg was very very optimistic and we need to be that with that horse and how he did it so um uh, at first we need to go past elimination post eight it's okay for him he can float out and timmy knows better than me and everybody around the horse
1: what to do absolutely and after um if I, you put rebuff up front uh, um or, or as a winner here um it's uh completely wide open yeah it
0: that. is wide open we can just go a little through the horses a little faster cool papa bell win last time uh he um he beat Molotov Cocktail in the New York Sire Stakes. I've been a little disappointed some of the races with him because I remember me and you talk about him for yeah six weeks ago, around that, that he maybe could be a Hamiltonian player. I wouldn't be shocked if he go to the final. No. But uh, there need to be maximum uh, uh, from the rail there. He need to save ground. Uh, looks like money, but better... Getting better and better and I, I was not super happy with the race up in Canada and the race after that but last time he finished He finished good and strong the fastest over the finish line but The competition he was up against was more like the average horses in my opinion so He can go to the final I will not be surprised but
1: Yeah Fast as a win is he A little tired It doesn't look like he's racing a lot right Yeah he raced a lot as a two-year-old and 14? already seven starts. Um, he raced fifteen times as a 15 two-year-old. Fifteen as a two yeah, and seven, seven already. Times already this and, year.
0: And the last couple of races been okay only.
1: Yeah, was say fair.
0: Very very sharp in the beginning. So we all had him on top three, top five list in into the handbook a couple of weeks ago. But right now, um, I wouldn't be shocked if he don't gonna go to the final. But I don't want. I don't gonna say he
1: can't go to the final. No. but he needs to step up. Branded by Lindy, what do you think? Yeah, go. On. they are really high, and Lindy Farm is really high on this horse, and I believe that this is the race that they've been eyeing on, so hopefully, I I, I think he's going to be in tip-top shape for this race, and I hope he will be.
0: I hope you're right, because I think he looks sore. He, um, yeah, Very and- r- grabby, sore. Uh, quest, Big question mark. Other uh, horses you think you have going into the
1: race with... Uh, which- yeah, its curriculum I think has been um, has done some good work. Um, I can't see him win this race. Um, there's no limit. I it's a nuncio you got a horse in the Hamiltonian, which is great. Um, I have a hard time seeing him win. And Pretender is has been really really good and was really really good early, but from post ten it's gonna be. Um, hard to, to win the race. What so. about
0: Justice? Aki have been uh, off a couple of weeks, with uh, three weeks at least for Justice. What yeah, we think? know
1: Arke, right? Like uh, when Aki brings them out already, I can, uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Justice uh, perform really, really well here. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all. It, the time off when it comes to Arke's sponsor does not mean no, time off, I, I don't care about he, the time off on no. horses. So. Uh,
0: uh, if you pick five horses to go to the final, who you pick?
1: Oh, that, um, that was a great um, rebuff, of course. I picked Periculum. I pick uh, Branded by Lindy, Justice, and Pretender. Ooh.
0: Uh, I will follow you with Rebuff, uh, Periculum, uh, Fast as a Wind, Pretender,
1: and uh, Branded by Lindy. All right. There we go.
0: Then we are back in the Oaks.
1: Yep, Tenth race is the Oaks elimination. Another eight-horse field here also.
0: Fashion screen or big favorite?
1: Yes. She looked as she should be. I think she looked um, really, really good. I think. Do you think post one is the worst post you could get? I do believe so. Yeah. Me too. I. She, she she needs to get away from some of the horses first, and I don't know what's going to happen there. But um, she,
0: I, I don't think she is a horse that Timmy wants to drive very much position with going into the first turn.
1: No, um, if someone can figure this out, it's Tim Teadrick. So I'm not too Ball worried about that. But um, yeah, I wish I think he was wishing rather two than one. Right? You guys uh, with Diamond
0: Creek uh, have a good, nice filly that's been racing very many times barefoot baptism but she is stepping up with that balance
1: yes yes she has and she's uh, done a lot of nice work this year and i'm super proud of her um she was a little bit subpar performance last time but um now she has a rest and like i said with Oki, i wouldn't be surprised honestly i can see her win this race Um, with the right trip i can actually see her win this race
0: yeah she she beat fashion school the last time they was up against each other
1: exactly so um i wouldn't be surprised i do expect her to make the final um however i but again here it's um eight horses that deserves to be here i think and i think eight of them can win
0: yeah i don't think i i I think all of them can go to the final or it's not like one horse i would like take out and say she is have no shot but i think fashion screener is the horse to beat And behind her it's wide wide open um yeah, I don't, ha- I don't have very much trust in Pink Choco Chanel to, to. That is the horse I believe mo- less in, in this race. Okay. She is, She hasn't raced against horses like this before.
1: Eleventh race is the second and the last. Then for the Hambletonian. and uh, if we're gonna pick five horses here, we're gonna go through them all. Um, obviously, Joviality from post ten made it obviously, obviously a little bit um, um, interesting. Yeah. And then here we see Brian Sears is listed on Temporal Hanover. And like we spoke or said earlier, that's one of the two horses that Erjan er- Schildström is coming over to drive from Sweden. Um, yeah, he's driving. There is no limit in the first
0: elimination too. Correct. So he is picking up uh, Temporal Hanover. That's little because of the connection who owns Temporal Hanover to use Erjann Schildström in Sweden.
1: Yeah, which is, I think it's interesting and fun and put a little spice on it. Yeah. He's a little unpredictable compared to the other guys, right? So um I kinda like it.
0: Yeah, he, he win he won the Predom Rick, he won the elite loop. He just missed he just uh, need to win the Hamilton.
1: That's right. Um a little disappointed I am um to get both the Phillies in the same elimination. Yep. Um because it would be actually kinda cool to get them both in the final, which they can still make both the final, but it would have been very interesting to see um, do you think it is a walk in the park
0: in elimination from post 10 for your reality?
1: No, I do not. Not
0: me either. No, who, who, gonna, who, do, who do you think you,
1: is You got re- to remember we're here racing. Um, they're racing for 100000 this week, but they're racing for a million dollars next week. And the, everyone wants a piece of it. And I think everyone feels now that now she's vulnerable because now she has 10. If she would have got five or six or in, um, people probably would have respected her. I'm not saying they're not going to respect her as the best horse but it is uh, people are gonna think and look at it and um yeah drive a little different i think now with um her in post 10.
0: uh what horses do you think
1: will go to the final with your reality? i do again i do think um, um she will uh make the final I, I have a really hard time to say, say this uh but temporal hanover um, uh, be a superhero keg stand and king of that order. Maybe Slay, Slay probably.
0: Yeah, uh, I, w- I would agree a little bit. I think Temporal Hanno win this elimination. Uh, you uh, she's definitely going to be up there. But I, I have a feeling for Temporal Hanno. I think he is very, very sharp. Behind that one, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of testing, testing. Luckily for him, he drew a good post. He's been having bad post. If he can go with uh, not making a break into the first turn, I think he can have a shot. Uh, King of the North, little disappointment last time with him, but I hope he can go to the final. And uh, yeah, B.S. Superhero, he was little like he was a favorite last time in the Stanley dance. Maybe a little flat. He scoped a little with mucus after race. It's not like excuse. We have a couple of uh, maybe equipment uh, change. We're maybe gonna have a pull down bridle on him uh, to see. And if he have a have a helmet race for him. Should have a good chance to go to the final. And uh, what do you think about Jiggy Jog? Going? In, do you think
1: she will have a shot against the boys? Personally, I do not know. And I think if it was Aukus' choice, I think he would rather race the Phillies. Um, I agree. I do believe that the owner has to think that he got a good horse. And I, I kinda, honestly, I I, I kind of like it because it's it's gambling. He loves it. Uh, he it's with his g- horse. He works with gambling. What's that?
0: He works with gambling all oh, right <laughs> with uh, on malta on a little island with the bookmakers
1: oh there you go so um he gambles right so i um i think it's a f- i think it's fun I-, I like that it's two full fields i i love that uh, finally we have you know we've had years so we only had 10 horses so um yeah it's i'm, a I'm cool. happy to see well,
0: you in there and when they let- put up the money by themselves right they write the check yes and they are allowed to enter what race yeah, so uh,
1: no i i can't say I, i'm surprised yeah i was a little bit when i heard it but but at the same time like he like he wants to race in the hamiltonian and you know what uh, thomas he has a horse that she will not make a fool out of herself nope. i can tell you that and um this is part of this business too right like you dream about it and uh we can all have our opinion about it but again it's uh, his decision and um i not gonna knock him for it.
0: Nah, not me either. I don't think she have any shot, but uh, like you said, he is a gambler and I res- respect him for that, so, um, who is your favorite to win the Oaks and who is your favorite to win the Hamiltonian?
1: Yeah, since I'm connected with Baptism, I'm actually gonna, uh, I'm ro- rooting for her, so I do not want to root against her, obviously, so I'm, I will pick um, Baptism and I think uh, Rebuff will win the Hamiltonian.
0: I will pick
1: uh, Fashion Schooner
0: and I think uh, Rebuff win the
1: Hamiltonian. Yeah, there you go. So that's it for um, this time and um, and maybe Thomas uh, we can find some more time and uh, hopefully after the elimination we can discuss what happened and maybe what's going to happen going forward. since we're both busy nowadays, it's hard to um, set a set schedule for us to, to when we can record. So mm-hmm. this kind of worked out today. Uh, hopefully um, uh, it was worth the wait to see. I hope so. If, we, we um, got,
0: that's why we did it too, because there was many people like overseas. Lot, and Yeah, a Canada. lot of people
1: reached out and wanted us to do this, so that's why we did it, right? So um, I wish we would have had more time, and maybe next time we will, and maybe we can go through... Um, more races and maybe some handicapping and see what's going on in our industry and um, talk about a little bit more about that um as always um if you have any questions or any comments uh, we have an email address at hrourview.com or at gmail is it gmail G-ma- G-ma. Yeah, at gmail.com so um again thanks for listening in and um scott and matt i hope um they uh, recover quick, and we get to see them on the racetrack pretty soon again. Yep. All right. Thanks.